uctoday.com. Hello, I'm Patrick Watson and welcome to Out Loud. We all know how important network performance is to enable unified communications and collaboration technology. So today I was joined by Atchison Fraser of Talari to discuss SD-WAN. Atchison has worked within all aspects of network optimization, so he started by explaining to me the unique proposition of Talari and how they can help businesses improve their performance. The issue that Talari solves, which no one heretofore really has been able to focus on, is is that last mile. Uh, Cisco and the data center companies do a pretty good job in terms of a campus network. They do a pretty good job on that between the data center and the edge. But the last mile, both from a circuit or service provider standpoint, and how packets are handled and delivered and the intelligence that is gathered about those packets and their behavior is kind of, you know, the last bastion of uh, optimization that can be solved. And and that's really the problem that Talari attacks with their, with their software, which is, which is designed as a central control plane to provide the intelligence that every node in your edge network, whether that's your branch office or your uh, uh, merchant marine ship or your, logistics trucks or your emergency medical service um, uh, vehicles and personnel over any link, whether that's MPLS, private, you know, T1 lines, uh, commodity internet, satellite, LTE, you name it. We consolidate all of those links into one conduit that the software then defines what the quality of service should be for particular packets at the packet level and the quality of experience in terms of how the application is performing at the end user level. So that last mile that you refer to is effectively the last piece of the network connectivity jigsaw puzzle. Yes, and what's happened in the last, I would say the last four to five quarters, um, you have seen this, this accelerate. We've always known about the WAN edge, if you will, as kind of the the dark fiber, if you will, and, and, and not a lot of visibility because, again, you're running multiple devices from multiple vendors. MPLS was designed as a good one-to-one link, but it was never designed to handle the digital transformation that you see occurring in uh, the contemporary enterprise, which includes demand for cloud, for example, or mobile apps, web-based apps, your cloud or or SaaS apps that you live in, like Salesforce.com or Office 365. These legacy networks are fairly obsolete in that respect. They are very, very brittle. They're very static. You can't change them. And so the need for not only improving performance of your edge traffic, but also increasing your bandwidth One of the problems is because you lack the visibility to what's actually going on in each one of these nodes or these remote locations is you never really know how much bandwidth you're going to need. And so one of the benefits is the ability for a software-defined WAN technology like what Talari has is to actually define QoS quality of service for specific applications and subordinate everything else, whether that's, you know, surfing on Facebook or what have you, those, those packets still get through, but they are, they are not given the platinum priority that something like a video 
frame or a VoIP or, or you know voice over IP frame. That plus the the resiliency and the and the redundancy. You know, a lot of a lot of companies suffer from you know brownouts or just complete uh, blackouts when they're running MPLS alone. So the ability for SD WAN to provide that overlay, and we create liquidity so we can we can bring in. As I mentioned, uh, links from direct to the cloud, links from your internet service provider, your Vodafone, you know, 4G, 5G, all of that gets immersed into the to the omnibus Tolari conduit, and then we can allocate that bandwidth based on priority of a business critical app, real time app, or a quality of service. And that was going to be one of my follow up questions. What Apart from the ability to manage multiple different connections into any one organization, what are the other benefits of a software-defined WAN? And obviously that prioritization and, like you say, hierarchical order of traffic management is, is, a, is a critical factor. Yeah, number one is reliability. Again, being able to almost guarantee delivery of a certain packet or certain frame in the order that it should arrive in the fastest route without you know any possibility of degradation is you know that's job number one for we call it fail-safe networks it's kind of a, a military term but basically what it's saying is that you know the reliability of the application performance plus the resiliency of the network edge the links as well as the uptime of your, your actual connectivity equals a fail-safe network. So that, that's job number one for us. We, we augment, uh, as I mentioned, MPLS in many cases. In some other, in other cases where the client is seeking cost optimization, because keep in mind, in a legacy system, you're running a very expensive MPLS circuit from, let's say, BT. You're running a Cisco routing protocol and routing stack which again, if you're getting 30% of the, of the bandwidth that's available, you're lucky. You're probably running a riverbed WAN optimization device and a third-party firewall from Fortinet or Palo Alto or even Cisco. And, and so that, that's an extremely high cost structure uh, because you have to maintain all those devices. You have to maintain the software updates. They don't talk to each other. They're not integrated. And again, you're not getting the visibility to why your performance is, is not improving. So, so we can be an augmentation to the MPLS legacy, or we can replace it. We can do, in our fabric, we can run all of those uh, services within one Tolari fabric. The other one is, I mentioned, bandwidth utilization. Uh, again, everyone can use, always use more bandwidth. Again, particularly with the digital transformation trend, you know, SaaS-based applications, cloud services, video on demand, virtual desktop infrastructure, even legacy applications where it's more of an EDI kind of functionality and, and green screen applications, all of those are uh, kind of within the bailiwick of performance reliability that we, that we seek to improve. And one way we do that is reserving bandwidth that is required for those business critical apps. And then in terms of the resiliency, we also replicate every every packet and every path that, that we handle, we, we replicate in the event of a link or, or device failure. 
We do very, very well in 999 emergency public safety first responder environments in the UK, for example, for that very reason. So those are, those are kind of the main problems we solve. And I'll segue very quickly into why we solve them better than anyone else, if that's, if that's of interest. Yeah, absolutely. Go ahead. Yeah. So, I mean, that seems to make yeah. perfect sense. And I have experience of working within public sector emergency services yeah. within the UK. And you're absolutely right. That, first of all, that, that first point that you don't want to lose sight of is the, is the reliability of the network. And then it's optimization, isn't it, of the different aspects, whether that's cost or efficiency or, or whatever that might be. Yeah, we like to highlight that because it's probably the most difficult IP infrastructure that you you have to tackle as an SD-WAN solution provider, and not least of which, you know, seconds actually count. If you're the Essex Fire and Rescue, you can't afford to drop a packet, which is a VoIP call, and you certainly can't afford degrading voice quality or, you know, you know, dropping your line. We have in the United States, we have four or five of the, the most, uh, the, the heaviest call volumes in 911. And, and the reason we kind of are a category of one in that area is where the, where our intellectual property, and we have more patents than any other vendor in this space, our intellectual property is really designed around a central theme. And that is, you can't optimize what you can't see. And so we actually are taking a second-by-second second, uh, snapshot of the quality of every packet that we handle. So, so again, within that Tolari conduit and the overall fabric of all of the nodes, it could be 50 nodes, it could be 500. It's still the same you know, dynamic mesh, if you will, that's, that's going on in there. We're the only ones that are measuring the quality of those packets 20 times per second in a unidirectional fashion and then striping the headers of those those frames with our own quality score, which includes, you know, congestion awareness, application intelligence, jitter, which is you know, the sequency of, of packets and uh, potential data loss and, and other factors. All of that is is in a in a Tolari reliability protocol that that we embed in every packet, those packets talk to one another. And so the likelihood that we would send a packet to a degrading or failed link is, is you know, very, very nil. And so that's the reason why um, in the real-time app world, which tends to be very voice over IP or, or cloud, you know, you, you see as a service, we have done very, very well in those environments. And that's unique to Tolari. And that's the main differentiator, that monitoring and investigation of the existing infrastructure so that, like you said, you can provide optimum service in terms of preventing loss or degradation. Absolutely. One thing that we've continually mentioned so far during this, this conversation is explosion in digital transformation within businesses. Does that drive more requirement for SD-WAN? How are the two intrinsically linked? That is probably the main driver. If you think about reliability and resiliency and cost, that those are always going to be market drivers. But the, the huge trend in, in computing and the, the future kind of curve that we all have to uh, deal with is this uh, digital transformation. And what that means is that every business, whether you're, you're an SMB, whether you're, I mean, even a 911 here in the United States, they, they, there's an initiative called NextGen 911. It's, it's, a requirement to handle 
any kind of message, emergency message, not just voice, apps, um, you know, web-based, mobility, uh, images. That, that's, that's the essence of digital transformation is, you know, we live in a SaaS and cloud world. If you're a financial services organization and you have branch offices that you place uh, your sales reps in, you have inside sales, you're probably living in salesforce.com or some CRM app that also includes a, a voice dialer that is, that is a VoIP-based app. You cannot afford to have five minutes of downtime. It's, it's more about having predictability in your application performance. It's keeping your networks up and running and, and having some degree of, of quality of service. It's the, it's the reservation of bandwidth for business critical apps, what I call bandwidth liquidity. You think of a, a reservoir of, of bandwidth that you can dip in into and allocate you know, based on dynamic conditions. That's being impacted by digital transformation. And again, the legacy networks were never really designed to accommodate this. They were designed really to handle one-to-one -one communications. Now you have you have you have multi-source inbound traffic, and that creates you know naturally creates congestion. That's the really hard job that SD WAN helps uh, solve is routing that inbound. Uh, multi-source congestion with some kind of QoS standard. And in our case, you're getting a very rich graphic uh, user interface that in real time will not only show you the performance of all of your traffic and show you how Tolari is optimizing that traffic, but it will also show you the amount of time you're saving or you can actually you know, see a, see a dashboard Well, it, it will show you what um, the performance metrics would have looked like without SD-WAN. So all of that combined, you know, helps helps companies migrate, if you will, to being an all-digital, always-on enterprise, which almost every company of any size has a corporate mandate to achieve right now. And I suppose th those sort of performance metrics that you're talking about there, it gives companies aspiring to do that some sort of tangible goal in terms of what they want to achieve, which they might not have otherwise. Well, this has always been a challenge for the networking industry, right? You're the plumbing, you're the infrastructure. You assume everything's going fine until something goes down or something goes wrong or you have a security breach or, you know, the CFO cannot get data from Singapore because... Uh, that particular link is down or the application that you're using has degraded to the point where you're just all you're seeing are, are tiles that have no data behind them. You know, the visibility to uh, real time conditions is extremely important. And, and in many respects, you can establish your global policies through that one uh, pane of glass as opposed to having to look at, let's say, 50 separate remote locations with 50 separate, you know, measurement and, and quality quality metrics that you probably have to have human human beings and human intervention. This is a zero-touch perimeter kind of solution. What's very popular actually in the UK is a managed service provider coming into an environment where they're already managing, let's say, the network provisioning of your ISP circuits and your MPLS circuits, let's say. 
Now you can come in with a Tulare type solution and overlay that network with all the optimization we've talked about, but now deliver a service assurance uh, guarantee based on the dashboard monitoring and awareness and responsiveness that we're delivering. And increasingly, I think that's going to be a big trend in terms of how enterprises consume their edge network services is zero touch IT perimeter, a, a best of breed third party managed service provider with the best data and the best metrics that can prove that you have delivered a higher quality of service. And that's another point I was going to mention. We've touched on the reporting mechanisms that you offer, but what other trends have you noticed that might be more prevalent going forward in 2018? Well, security is, is one that is top of mind with, with most of our customers. Um, today, we encrypt all of the traffic that we handle within the Tolari fabric, you know, a triple DES uh, kind of encryption. We can also run next-gen firewalling uh, capabilities where we partner with Palo Alto Networks. So you can run the, the virtual uh, uh, UTM um, ver, you know, version of uh, uh, Palo Alto Networks within the Tulare fabric. But, in, but increasingly, people are concerned as well about, you know, again, with this digital transformation, there's a lot of traffic leaving the customer premises out to the Internet. How do you handle that? So we have the capability now of creating uh, internet breakouts from the Tulare fabric that are essentially SD-WAN tunnels into a cloud security gateway like Zscaler or what Palo Alto Networks will be providing. So, so that's, that's a big trend and we'll, you, you should see Tulare uh, and other SD-WAN vendors really making more investments in that area. The other one is, again, cloud. You know, how do you, how do you create a seamless cloud migration strategy. The, the reality is 85% of the applications that our customers and our partners want to optimize are still running on-premise. You know, it, we're, we're still pretty, you know, we're, we're in the first 30 minutes of a football game here in, in terms of uh, cloud migration. And because, because we are carrier agnostic, we can actually, you could have two you could have a, a, a Vodafone and a BT circuit running a dual, dual circuit, and we can consume those as links, as well as even if you're running apps in a co-location facility, for example, you're running infrastructure as a service and something like Ex Exponential E, you have your, your wireless mobility, you have your, inter, you know, your, your standard commodity internet. All of that gets consumed within that, that one unified Tulare conduit, and it makes migration of, let's say, 30% more of your apps running in a hybrid cloud, you know, would be pretty aggressive for most companies. We make that very easy and very simple, and again, you're, you're actually doing yourselves a big favor by creating a larger pie of bandwidth to draw from as opposed to just one link and one service provider. That's really interesting. I mean, we, I suppose we think the cloud has been around for a, for a long time now for anyone who works inside the industry. But like you said, we're effectively, we're 10 minutes into a soccer game, let alone 30 minutes into an American football game. We're right at the beginning of that juncture. And like you said, SD-WAN is a crucial tool potentially in, in that expansion. 
Yeah, I think, and, and, and I think there will be a lot of extra time in the second half here. <laughs> is it? Um, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, um, you know, people, people, uh, shouldn't get too nervous or too stressed out about it that, um, you know, this is something that the industry has to figure out in collaboration with your networking vendor, your, your cloud service provider, your, you know, architectural uh, design consultants, your unified communications architecture professionals, even your IT operations. If you think of something like a DevOps where you're trying to get immediate feedback back into the development cycle of, of your, you know, quote to cash applications that you run both, you know, in the data center and at the edge in each of your branch offices. This is this is a solution that can help you achieve greater business agility in terms of competing and bringing new products to market, increasing your uh, digital reach in terms of e-commerce or you know social media channels, you name it. So the WAN edge to cloud and, and achieving a seamless flow for all of your business critical apps and creating that uptime and, and network availability is something really important that that Tolari and our partners help deliver to the end user client. And what is it that Tolari does differently from your competition? What's the main difference that makes you stand out as an SD-WAN provider? Almost everyone out there, if they're attempting to do what we do, only are looking at the session level. And the difference there would be, you know, the Waze analogy or your GPS map capability. A session would be, let's say, at 10 a.m., the M4 looks pretty good. It's green. So you, as a human being, you manually decide you're going to go down the M4 to get to uh, Bristol. However, within 10 minutes, there's a crash, or within 10 minutes, there's a, you know, a rush of traffic onto that. Once you've committed that session or packet, if you will, your car being the analogy to the packet, you can't change it. There's no, there's no dynamic. You can't. Like, there's no jumping off the M4 or going back out of the fiber. There's no roundabout off the M4 they can jump off on and go, and then somehow determine the optimal land path to get that packet to where it's going. The difference with Tolari is we do that, but we also create a secondary uh, uh, green pathway, if you will. We also, uh, in, in cases of business critical apps, we actually create a high occupancy vehicle lane that is never congested and will never be degraded for any reason. And then for all your other traffic, we have multiple conduits and multiple pathways. We're the only ones that do, we call it M times N plus P, which is multiple paths and N being, you know, infinite in, in some respect, yeah. plus MPLS. We're the only ones that are doing that. That is kind of where I would ask your listeners to really do their due diligence around, you know, how is uh, network resiliency uh, handled and how is application performance, that predictability and that, that, you know, quality of experience from an end user standpoint, how is that measured? The multiple of that creates the fail-safe network that humbly only Tolari uh, really provides for uh, the, the you know the, the enterprise customers and the government entities that we're serving. 
Well, that was a really good analogy for a technical dummy. One even I can understand with, you know, relevant UK-based motorways. So, you're, as you said, your previous, you know, knowledge of Bristol has paid off there with that M4 analogy. So, Atchison, it's been a real pleasure to speak to you. Thanks again for coming on the podcast and I hope to speak to you soon. Likewise. Take care. Thanks again there to Atchison Fraser for fully introducing me to the benefits of SD-WAN and Talari. That's it for another episode of Out Loud. We'll be back tomorrow with a fascinating insight into the potential future for customer services and the virtual sales room. Uh, Please do leave us a review and subscribe to the pod on iTunes, but you can also leave feedback or post questions in the podcast section of our website at uctoday.com. Thanks again for listening.